0: Are you looking for a comprehensive and convenient online health fitness training platform? Look no further than Vikido Fitness Academy. With a variety of programs designed to meet your needs, this platform offers everything from weight loss and wellness group coaching programs to an emotional intelligence course. You'll learn what to eat in order to achieve optimal health and energy levels, You'll have access to exercise training, live coaching meetups with myself, Dr. Vicki Haywood Doe, and other instructors, as well as support and accountability throughout your journey. Whether you prefer to work out at home or at your favorite gym, Vicky Doe Fitness Academy makes it easy to follow along with their programs. So get started on your journey to better health and fitness. Visit vickiedoefitness.com forward slash VDF Academy. The views and opinions expressed are for general informational purposes only. Consult with your physician or medical health care provider for medical advice, diagnosis, and or treatment. Today, we talk about research articles, and hot topics. Our topic today is, what's new? Hot topics number 94. Studies are now showing that chronic stress can cause inflammation in the body, which can lead to a number of chronic health conditions, such as cardiovascular diseases and even cancer. What can we do about it? There's evidence that how you eat affects how you sleep. Maybe eating that pizza before you go to bed is not a great idea. All this and more on It's All About Health and Fitness. Welcome to It's All About Health and Fitness with Dr. Vicki hayward Doe and Dr. Virginia Banks-Bright. This program is brought to you by Vicki Doe Fitness, a multimedia health and wellness forum. Now here's your host, Vicky Doe and D. Banks Bright. I'm Dr. Vicki Haywood Doe, and with me is the one and only Dr. D. Banks. What's going on? How are you today? <laughs> How are you? Are you fine today?
1: I am doing excellently.
0: Okay.
1: I am really doing excellently. Yeah
0: i know no complaint no complaints we have been getting a lot of rain though huh
1: we have boy did you were you where were you this weekend on that saturday when they were expecting armageddon when i guess it rained and i was driving back from down in southern ohio and i was looking on the radar and it was like really bad thank god we didn't because you know you've had your share of trees I know falling down. Uh, But fortunately, it didn't look like our street got too much of anything, which is thank God.
0: I know we were out celebrating with Ashley Vidal and Terrell Vidal.
1: That's right. That was around that same time.
0: It was. And we we were there (sighs) with all of the rain, just a little bit coming down. And then we decided to exit before it was pouring down and when we went it had to be pouring down out there it poured point. down but we left before all of that happened but they had a big crowd out there and we went on and said okay that was me and Yvonne you saw a picture of me and her yeah. uh, there so uh-huh. we went up the street to Springfield Grill that's when all the stuff was coming out beep 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 yeah. and Nate called yeah. us and he said well where are you I said we don't own about a couple of us in Springfield Grill so we just gonna hunker down here and they were teasing us and said yeah we got you we got you because we got a big cooler a beer cooler we got all the stuff for us to go down into in case the tornado hit (laughs) and
1: and hide out in there yeah i say as
0: long as they got some wine and stuff in there we good i
1: know that's right you'll be fine (laughs) just make sure that you got the key so you can get out i know right
0: But uh yeah, we just you hunker down.
1: You're gonna put me in the cooler. You gotta you gotta make sure that you prove to me that I can get out from the inside. I know, right? But and yeah. My cell phone works. That's right. it. That's it. But yeah. Yeah, but it, you do try to find I was thinking when I heard it, I wasn't at home at the time, but I was thinking, mm-hmm. where would I go in my house? These are things that you gotta seriously think about now with global warming and tornadoes. Where's the safest place in your house to go if a tornado hits? You I know, know because you looking at my house and looking at those areas
0: i know see our our basement is rock solid you know you get under there yeah i've
1: got a good basement too yes under the house i mean you can't hear Mm -hmm. nothing when you under there yeah mm-hmm. yeah so, ours is we have that we have that too but somebody was saying mm-hmm. that's a good place to be but you need to make sure that you have your cell phone and stuff with you because if stuff yes falls and crumbles you could be trapped down there I know unless you make sure you have your windows I do have windows and we have windows really too. looking at my windows to make sure that I could get out of there if something happened I know
0: I know so
1: yeah these are the kind of things we're gonna have to start rethinking, rethinking. this global warming is coming over I know I
0: fast and furious fast and furious now shoot you know it's not just a little something something no once it hit it's all crazy yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. and so yeah we'll talk a little bit uh, later about maui and all that stuff that was happening there that's another
1: one with global global warming yeah yes
0: i know but yes we are here today today is episode 264 and today we talk about research articles and hot topics that we think are worth looking at and talking about. And our topic today is what's new, hot topics number 94. Now, research shows that stress can cause inflammation in the body, and this can lead to a number of chronic health conditions. And so we're going to find out some of the things that we can do about it, you know, when it comes to decreasing our stress And all of that. We'll talk about that today. And then we're talking about there's evidence. There's evidence that our overall diet and specific foods that we eat can affect how we sleep. And so maybe that pizza, you know, right before you go to bed, it's not a great idea, right? Maybe not a good idea. Not a good idea. We're going to talk about that as well. And as per usual, our co-host, Dr. D. Banks, will give us the latest, if there is latest, and it is, she's going to talk about the, what, the EG-5
1: variant? Yes, it's called Eris, EG-5 new variant. It's coming to get us.
0: It's coming to get us. And so she's going to talk with us and talk about that and tell us what we can do to protect ourselves. So, stay tuned to this episode of our show. It's all about health and fitness, Vicky Doe Fitness. Well, make sure make sure you subscribe to this podcast. It's all about health and fitness, Vicky Doe Fitness on Apple Podcast, Stitcher, Spotify or on any of the platforms that you listen to your podcasts. When you subscribe, you will be notified first when we post a new show. You will be able to listen, learn, and to experience our show where we bring in other guests and talk about the things that are important for our health and our well-being in our community. And as you know, we do not just talk about our physical health, but we talk about things that we can do to preserve our mental health as well. We believe, we believe in total well-being, total well-being, that is having a holistic approach to healthy living. So make sure you do not miss any of our shows and subscribe today. And last but not least, go on Apple Podcasts. Give us a five-star rating and review of this show because that is how we grow and increase our listeners. And we appreciate you.
1: And as always, what do we say, D? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your support.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your support. Well, D, as we were saying, you know, August is almost over and September will come about. And we say, you know, when school starts, which will be starting, you know, I was looking at pictures and posts of Folks moving into Kent State, moving into the oh, wow. dorms and stuff. Yeah, 'cause it's it's around about that time, you know. Yeah. When and does
1: Kent State start? I
0: think it starts what's the day?
1: Today is the the fifteenth sixteenth.
0: Okay, so probably next week, maybe the eighteenth or something. I can't or, believe
1: these schools or maybe are starting this week. already. They just got out. The schools just got out. What I are know. they doing just starting?
0: Yeah, maybe next week so or So you m-
1: won't be doing you won't be doing dancing this semester.
0: No, I'm not doing this semester of dancing but I'll be I'll be in there because I'm um, newly appointed on the foundation board at Kent State yeah, University yes. and all that kind of stuff starts now but we do our orientation in November and so all of that will start so yeah I'm always in and out doing stuff at at yeah. Kent right and then I, we, I always meet with Daniel because for our Healthy Heart Healthy Living event Doe fitness we always have some of the students come and do their like a, some internship for that day get points uh-huh. and so we're going to sit oh. down and have some of the students there too so we always kind of connected with kent state which is a good thing right
1: that's a good thing
0: yeah Great. but they're going to be starting i think it's either this week maybe today i don't oh. know or definitely next week so we shall see i'll check it out but anyway, we want to make sure, folks, you go and save the date because October the 14th is our Saturday. It's our day from 730 to 330. We're going to have our Healthy Heart, Healthy Living event, our health and wellness event. We are back and it's going to be great from 730 to 330. We have all the great things that we always do. The health screenings, the mini health spa sessions, the mindful movement Uh, My colleague, Professor uh, Wayne Smith, will be up here guiding us through what is called a mindful movement workshop and practice is it's outstanding. So we're going to have that as well on that day. Then we have our one and only, our one and only Dr. D. Banks, our keynote speaker for that day and the Athena Award recipient 2023 and she's going to be telling us her story and and all the things that she's experienced being in medicine and then how we can really focus on living our best life with health and wellness. So we can't wait to hear all the things that she says and then the highlight of that day will be the cook off, the local celebrities. That's why we got D up in the mix. Because we said when we were thinking about what we will think about and focus on this time, we wanted to really pay attention to our local celebrities that are out there, especially during the pandemic that were out there on TV telling us what we need to do about COVID. Those folks that came out and were making sure that we had our grocery stores open, our emergency the hospitals, all of that going on. So we have our cooking teams from these organizations and businesses that will be there doing the cook-off. It'll be like an Iron Chef cook-off. It's going to be a lot of fun. And that will be a highlight of this event. Recharge, reset, replenish. Flavor of Wellness, Uh, local celebrity, healthy cook off. And so that's what we're going to be doing October the 14th. Those of you that listen, hey, we're right next to the residency in you can drop on in, honey. We will be so happy to see you. <laughs> we will be like, What? You came and visit us all the way in So how, Youngstown, Warren. We would love it. So make sure, make sure you go check it out. VickyDoFitness.com forward slash register and make sure you come. We're
1: excited, right, Dee? Absolutely. Is there an email or a website that you want to give to the folks right now if they're not looking at a brochure?
0: Yes, the website will be vikidofitness.com forward slash register. vikidofitness.com forward slash register. Yes, it's going to be fun. I can't wait. October is around the corner. You know, it'll it'll be here before you know. It will be here. We are just planning you know how that is, D. We're planning and, and hustling because, yeah, like you said, that event is around the corner. And then I'm trying to at least experience, you know, this is our birthday, Mom. So I'm trying to at least get some kind of yes. sunshine or something up in here.
1: Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So that's what we're doing. We're not doing. going back to... Believe it, Belize. Not Belize, bel- believe it.
0: Belize, it, Belize. I was thinking about maybe planning it to go again next year at that same time. Mm-hmm. That was the perfect time to go. Yeah.
1: What What month was that? It that was in
0: January. It was, oh, in January. it was in January. Yes, okay. right at the beginning of the year. It okay. was perfect. It was perfect. The weather was perfect there. It wasn't too hot. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. yeah. Right. So that's something to think about. Mm -hmm. What was your week? You always doing stuff. What was your week?
1: Last weekend, I I was, it was really fun. So last Saturday, um, I'm on the Butler uh, Board of Trustees and they brought in, this gentleman, whose name is Paul Stanley, for those of you that are into big rock music, he was one of the co-founders of the group Kiss, mm-hmm. which if you, you know, I was, I, somebody said, yes. oh, you well, you're really Kiss fan. I was a Motown girl. I know. So I, I did a little Kiss, kiss every now and, and day. then,
0: but they were, they were kind of crazy. Yeah, you know,
1: every now and then. And they were the ones that had the white paint on their yes. face and the wild hair and the tongue out and all that. Gene Simmons was another one of the co-founders. But anyway, Paul Stanley has become an artist, so... Um, they had a private reception for him. He had about he has about sixteen works hanging up down there, and he really is very good. I mean, his his works are very colorful, and he could not have been nicer. You know, sometimes you're like, oh, these celebrities, you know, what are they going to be like, or they uh-huh. just going to be like, oh, hum, I'm just here, and when am I going to be leaving? Looking at your watch, but he stayed. He was engaged. He was fun, and then we got a commemorative work of art of his signed which yesterday I took out to have it framed. So it was really a good good evening. Kudos to Luzona, who always makes these kind of things happen, bringing in celebrities who are artists and featuring them in the museum. And the good thing about it is that it puts Youngstown on the map because people like Paul Stanley, who's in the world of rock music and Hollywood and Hall of Fame and all of that, they don't know that this museum exists. You know, when they come here, their mouth's hanging. I open. know, it's beautiful. And they, had, they had a lot of people that came here who were collectors of his art, who donated several of their works, and they came here to see their works on display. I can't tell how many people, they were from Texas, from New York, Delaware, North Carolina, who were collectors of his, who just kept going ooh and ah over. They had no idea that some a museum like this existed in a town like Youngstown, so... Yeah, that was good. And then on Sunday, Uh I went to Cleveland. First, I had a little reception with my Our Link sisters from Cleveland. Yes, uh I was really happy to see them. So, we had a little reception out at Blossom Theater, which is the summer home of the Cleveland Orchestra. Yes. And we got to listen to the wonderful Audra McDonald. Yes. Wonderful, wonderful Audra McDonald, who won a Tony for her portrayal of uh, Best in. and Best, right? And it was just a one-on-one with her and the Cleveland Orchestra, and it was for two hours. She talked and sang and engaged with us and had us singing. And oh, that's she nice! Cried and she she talked and she just couldn't have been more personable and engaging and sang all these show tunes and interestingly enough vicky uh-huh. her her commentary was quite political wow ah, you know she yeah. didn't any words about what's going on in this country today i mean it wasn't like hair on fire just running you know saying a bunch of stuff but you got the message okay when she was making comments and then you know people of course clapped and stuff so It was really good. And I love going out to Blossom. We've been going a lot this summer. And actually last summer, we have some friends in Canton who meet us there. Okay, that's nice. They bring like big... They, I mean, when you go out to the lawn, they got these the coolest, huh? Like elaborate <laughs> chairs and full bars and <laughs> tables, and I'm like, oh my god, you all, have to, you all have to cart that stuff back up the hill. I
0: know, right?
1: I'm just bringing a blanket and a little cart that I got off of Amazon. That's but it. These people have tables and I'm gonna chairs have to. And me and Nate gotta come with you, with you, you guys. I know. Sometimes when we're there, yes, people have tables. Tablecloths and napkins and the whole because I Vicky. think I'm Nate like, would love that? that. I know I, can, I, I know would love it mm-hmm. and and just sitting out underneath the stars and mm-hmm. enjoying the beautiful, beautiful Cleveland Orchestra. So you know when you say what is there to do in this area? There is a you lot you can find. You can find some stuff. Yes, no, you can yes. always find something fun to do. So that was my weekend. All
0: right, that's great. Well, Dee, what is going on this week? Tragically, everything, Vicky. I know. Everything. That whole Maui situation, you know? They have, um, what is it, the wildfires. I mean, it just
1: came on all of a sudden, right? It just jiffy popped up. It just jiffy popped up. You heard them talking about it. And then, like I was saying to you, the fire was traveling because of the winds a mile a minute. Mm. You can't outrun that. Mm Mm-mm. And so the death toll, I see you have the death toll today, I was listening in the cards up to 106. Mm-hmm. And they've really only looked at and this is a week after the flyer started sweeping through parts of the Hawaiian Island update from 99 yesterday. Mm-hmm they've only examined about a third of the area okay and this came as authorities said that only five of the dead had been identified they're doing all kinds of dna stuff Mm. county officials released two names and said the three others would be announced after their relatives are notified authorities authorities had gone through about a third like i said of the area the county put the figure at 32 percent. while hawaii governor josh green told cnn it was only 27% that they had gone through uh. with so much still to search. The death toll could significantly rise. And I expect that it will mm. over the course of the day. Ne- this, you know what this is like, yeah. um, Vicky. Uh-huh. this is going to be like nine 11 pouring yeah. through <laughs> remains. Uh, yes. Like they had to do like the, the actual coroner who was in charge of that actually happened to be one of my professors in uh, Dr. Dr. Chuck Hirsch okay. was responsible for putting together every body part with loved ones from that 9/11, and so this is mm. on a smaller scale like that. Mm, mm, mm. So over the course of the next several weeks, we're able to confirm. We'll be able to confirm who passed away, but it's going to be a very difficult going. The governor told CNN and Caitlin Caitlin Collins on tuesday many deaths happened on a highway down by the ocean in western maui i think many of the fatalities that will ultimately discover a higher percentage will be from there but now that we're going to the houses we're not sure what we will see we're hopeful and praying that it's not large large numbers mm. it's unclear how many people are uncounted for or unaccounted for in part because of communication gaps you know, cell phones were out. Internet was out, Vicki. Mm. Green said Monday. A lot of people had to run and left all they had behind. They don't have their phones. The phones are incinerated. A portable morgue unit has arrived in Hawaii and help authorities identify and process remains with equipment such as examination tables, X-ray units, lab equipment. Jonathan Green, Deputy Assistant of the United States Department of Health and Human Services, said Tuesday. Mm. Maui Police Chief John Pelletier said in a Monday news conference that he hopes researchers mm-hmm. will have covered 85 to 95% by the weekend. That's a lofty undertaking to go a, from 30-something today to Saturday, 90%. Ain't going to happen. Uh. We started with one dog. We're at 20. Pelletier said Monday, we can only move as fast as we can, but we got the right amount of workers and teams doing it. Mm. crews are going through what used to be homes businesses and historic landmarks burned to the ground and it was in that town lahaina lahaina did you yes go there? yes place that's what t because t wow. ca- called me and said did y'all go i said yeah
0: we spent a whole we went through and the tour was just great and we would stop at
1: different spots and look and yes wow so crews are going through what used to be homes, like I said, and yes, burned homes, to the ground mm-hmm. after wind whipped wildfires began spreading erratically mm-hmm. August the 8th, suddenly engulfing homes, forcing heroin escapes, and likely displacing thousands, especially in western Maui's Lahaina region mm-hmm. area. There were 185 people on search and recovery teams, the governor said Tuesday Nothing can prepare you for what I saw during my time here, and nothing can prepare them for the emotional toll, the impact that this severe event has taken on them, FEMA FEMA administrator Deanne Criswell told reporters on Monday. Mm -hmm. The Maui wildfires are the deadliest in the United States in more than 100 years, according to the National Fire Protection Association. Mm -hmm. As firefighting and search efforts continue... Here's the latest on what's happening on Maui. Mm-hmm. Key road to road to open the Lahaini bypass in West Maui will be open to the public from 6, 6 a.m. to 10 p.m. on Wednesday, starting Wednesday. Residents, emergency responders, and employees of local business can also use the road 24 hours a day, the governor said. The bypass is a main road about a quarter mile inland from the shore, burn victims treated Nine people injured in the wildfires have been admitted to a specialized burn unit in Honolulu, mm-hmm. the only burn unit in the state and the Pacific region, according to the Strab Medical Center. And I was reading that article in the New York Times what a, what a, a, a painful and awful procedure. This is in this burn center because a lot of these people are going to have to have multiple, multiple, multiple surgeries. But mm. thank God they have new technologies and new techniques now, at least from an infectious disease standpoint. The thing with burn patients, you got to make sure they keep, you keep the infections down. That's what ultimately gets them and losing fluids. Mm. So President Bowden touts future visit. The president told reporters Tuesday he will visit Hawaii with the first lady. And, you know, people were dogging him about not flying down there and going there. And my thing is, this people don't understand that when the, they're trying to concentrate on on the getting the people. Yeah. When, when Biden flies in, it's a whole big production. Mm-hmm. You got planes, you got the beast car, you got secret service, you got to have now you got to take away from the people in Maui that need the police, yes. but you got to take the police away from them now to protect the un- the president of the United States and the first lady. It's no easy task. So people are nuts when they're talking about, well, where's the president? That's crazy. That is crazy. So the president told reporters he will visit Hawaii on Tuesday with the first lady. As soon as we can, Biden pledged the state would have every asset they need for ongoing recovery and rebuilding efforts. The president mourned the loss of life and generations of Native Hawaiian history turned into Mm -hmm.
0: ruin
1: while reiterating a robust federal response, even as some on Maui have voiced frustration at the slow pace of aid. Calls to provide DNA. Yeah, that's what you were talking about. Those with missing family members have begun, have been urged to contact authorities to provide DNA samples, which would help in the identification process. Only three of those killed could be identified through fingerprints, said Pelletier, stressing the need for DNA. Mm. County names to victims, Robert Dykeman, 74, Buddy Jantaw, 79, both of Lahaina were killed. Maui County officials said Tuesday, names of other victims have been released by families. Homes lost. Mm. More than 2,200 structures have been destroyed or damaged by the fires. About 86% of them residential, Green said. Rooms for displaced residents. There are 473 listings in the state with the Hawaii Fire Relief Housing Program, the governor said in a video statement Tuesday. That is in addition to 500 hotel rooms and more than 1,000 rooms or houses that are being covered by government agencies. Power coming back, Mm -hmm. the fires wiped out both power and communications for thousands. Hawaiian Electric announced it had restored power to about 80% of its customers on Maui. On Monday, crews restored power to schools and county facilities in some areas of Lahaina, the utility said Tuesday. The focus continues to be safely restoring areas that provide essential public services as well as facilities serving first responders and the emergency response effort. Lawsuit over power lines. Hawaiian Electric is facing a lawsuit. I saw that today on CNN. Mm. Claiming power lines blown over by high winds. They showed some sparks on CNN. Oh my God. Helped to cause the destructive Lahaina wildfire, though an official cause has not yet been determined. Mm. And lastly, Coast Guard shifts focus. The United States Coast Guard in Maui, is moving from search and rescue mode to containing potentially hazardous materials in the ocean left behind by the fires sonar technology was brought in and a hundred foot boom placed at the mouth of the Lahaina harbor the service said mm. so yeah that's tragic. terrible isn't
0: that tragic
1: oh Just my goodness tragic.
0: but yeah look at that the power lines yeah, up there blowing around recall,
1: i was listening to a conversation today and people are calling for this country is going to have to do more with putting power lines underground because with more global warming, more fires, more hurricanes and tornadoes and stuff like this, quite naturally, these power lines are going to be down. And so they need to start thinking about in-ground power lines. lines, which they probably have the technology to do. Yes, They, they got do. the technology to do everything. Yes, they they put do. A man on
0: the moon. Yes, really. they, I mean, really, yes, yes. So,
1: they, they have the technology. So I think that's a new technology that they're going to have to think about doing. Because when the power is down, people are just paralyzed. And so many people require, re- rely today the on their cell phones. And although they're, they're satellite, but there's still a lot of services and things that when your power goes out, that's it.
0: It messes up a lot of stuff, right? Your refrigeration really for your food. I mean, all kinds of it things. Does. Yeah.
1: And people were trying to haul ice and, Mm. you know, generators, you know, people have back, but not everybody has a backup generator in Hawaii. I can't imagine that most people do. Those things are expensive and you don't necessarily think you're going to have some kind of disaster like this. I know. I know. Well, we definitely, our prayers go up for all those
0: folks over there. Definitely. 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 Well, here's a a major thing uh, we have, and and they've had they've had things on Netflix about this powerful black man. He is Clarence Avant. He was um a major power broker in music, sports, and and politics. He dies, and he died at 92. And so they were talking about how that he was definitely a producer, a music man producer, and he. Founded a lot of generations of folks here. And so he died at 92. But the reason why I thought about him too, in 2021, it was a big thing about how his wife, remember how his wife had gotten murdered in the house? Her name yep. was Jackie. Sure or, do. Yes, I I sure do. Yes. Mm -hmm. One of the greatest connectors in the music. This was written by NPR. Music and entertainment industries has died. The executive and businessman Clarence Avid boosted the careers of generations of musicians, entertainers, sports stars and politicians. A family statement sent to NPR said that he had died gently at home in los angeles on sunday at age 92 and the cause of death was not shared Avant was a giant power broker in several fields helping to nurture the careers of major black artists and shaping the field of black-owned businesses among his accomplishments he signed singer all right songwriter bill withers he was the promoter of michael jackson's first solo tour He was the chairman of Motown Records. He nurtured producers including Jimmy Jam, Terry Lewis, and Diddy, and also worked with sports heroes including Jackie Robinson, Hank Aaron, Jim Brown, and Muhammad Ali. He also became a major behind-the-scenes force in politics. He advised President George H.W. Bush but he was also a fundraiser for presidents Jimmy Carter, Bill Clinton and Barack Obama. Avant was born February the 25th, 1931 in Greensboro, North Carolina. As a young man, he started out by managing a, a range of musicians including blues singer Little Willie John, film music composer Lalo Sch- jazz, Schifrin, jazz Is it Schifrin, jazz vocalist of Sarah Vaughan and jazz organist jimmy smith netflix okay yeah that's where avent's son-in-law ted sarandos is co-ceo created a documentary about Avant in 2019 the film's title carried avent's longtime nickname the black godfather and i watched that too it was very good
1: i'm gonna go back and watch that i wonder if it's still on netflix
0: yeah i think it is his
1: death. yeah yeah,
0: i think it is in the documentary Former President Obama observed, Clarence was the bridge from the time where there was no opportunity for black talent to a time where doors began to open. Avant was uh, inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2021. Avant came back into the news after a tragedy, yep, in December 2021, where his wife Jacqueline whom he married in 1967, was shot to death during a violent burglary at their home in Beverly Hills. In April 2022, the murderer was sentenced to 120 years in prison. Avid su- survivors include his daughter, Nicole, a former U.S. ambassador to the Bahamas and film producer. Nicole's husband, Ted Sarandis, and son, Alex Avent, was a talent representative and so yes he was the considered the black godfather he helped a lot of folks his influence was yeah his influence was what they say huge
1: (laughs) it was and the thing about him you know so many musicians of all genres they get historically they had been getting ripped off by managers and people that were and he was no known as a very hard negotiator Mm -hmm. you know wanting to make sure that a lot of these musicians particularly black musicians and of all genres got their just due, you know, because people, they weren't educated. You know, a lot of them weren't, they could sing or they could play music or whatever, but they had no financial savvy. Mm -mm. And so he was the one that was the deal maker, That's it, uh, the power broker, you know, Mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, he, he, uh, he did, did right by a lot of the musicians and made them a lot of money. Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis, you know, they went on to, they were the major, I remember when mm-hmm. I was living and speaking about Minnesota, mm-hmm. they are from Minneapolis, Minnesota. And I knew, I knew, knew Jerome, who was the, their sidekick, but uh, yes. they were the ones that produced Janet Jackson yes, when Janet she Jackson. was first coming out. I remember sitting in a restaurant with a girlfriend in Minneapolis one day, and I looked through and this person's coming through with all black on and a ponytail. It was Janet Jackson with her, when she started out with Rhythm Nation. Yes, And behind her was Jimmy Jam and uh, Terry Lewis. So they had a huge influence Uh on music just in and of themselves. And then Babyface was part of that. Yes, Babyface. Oh, my God. Babyface and L.A. Reed and all All of them.
0: them. Yes. Yes. Yeah.
1: uh, And I I did not until recently realize that he was from North Carolina, but yeah, he and then you know, looking on my Facebook page, a lot of my link sisters from California kind of knew them and knew her, uh-huh. but she was very philanthropic. Both of them were very philanthropic and a lot, they did a lot silently, you know, it yes. wasn't like they ran around and bragged what they did. So yeah, he was a major, uh major tour de force in the music world. And he will, he will be definitely missed. Definitely missed. Yes.
0: Yes. So, yeah, 92. Wow. 92. Yeah. Yes, indeed.
1: Wow. Yes, indeed. Well, D, what's the latest? What is the well, latest for us? Just when we thought it was safe to come out the water. I know, right? COVID, we might be done with COVID, but COVID is not <laughs> done with us. <laughs> Apparently so not. What we have to worry about now. Okay. So there's a new COVID-19 variant, EG5, nicknamed Eris, E-R-I-S, and it's spreading fast. Variant EG5 nicknamed Eris is the new dominant strain of COVID-19 in the United States, according to the CDC. Per a CDC report, recent upticks in COVID cases are largely due to this newest subvariant. Experts explain what you need to know about the latest surge. Unfortunately, experts say COVID isn't going away anytime soon. Mm -hmm. A new variant of concern, EG5 variant officially called Eris, could be responsible for recent upticks in cases across the country. The EG5 variant, a subvariant of Omicron, now makes up the largest proportion of new COVID-19 infections nationwide. The CDC estimates as multiple parts of the country have been reporting their first upticks of the virus in months. Overall, as of last week, this last week, 17.3% of COVID-19 cases nationwide were projected to be caused by EG5 more than any other variant or subvariant up from 7.5% through the first week of July. EG5 includes a strain with a subgroup of variants designated as EG51, which has been unofficially named ERAS. Experts say this variant is one of the fastest growing subvariants across the globe, likely due to what may be more infectious mutation, quickly causing infections in comparison to other variants. So, EG5 is a variant of the SARS-CoV-2 virus that seems now to be gaining predominant, said Dr. Zanino. It's a descendant of XBB strain, which is a strain that had been dominant here for about the last five or six months. And interestingly enough, the new COVID vaccine that's coming out at the end of September targets XBB the XBB 1.5 variant. Unfortunately, EG5 wasn't around when they were testing this vaccine. So Uh, uh, there you go. We still have something that's not included in the vaccine. Okay. So how contagious is it judging by the higher rates of people who have this variant? It might be a little bit more contagious than previous strains, speculates Sharon Nachman, MD, Chief of Pediatric ID at Stony Brook. However, it's hard to say definitely, definitively, since we really don't have the percentage of each variant across the country. Should I be concerned? The World Health Organization just dubbed EG5 a variant of interest, but Dr. Sinemo says that the EG5 variant does not seem all that different from the current circulating variants. So what are the symptoms? Pretty much like the old symptoms, fever, chills, cough, shortness of breath, fatigue, muscle, body aches new loss of taste and smell, sore throat congestion, nausea and vomiting, diarrhea. So lastly, is there a, is there a vaccine? As I said recently, just a few minutes ago, this vaccine that it's coming out at the end of September, is pretty much targeted against XBB, but I do encourage people to take it because the EG5 variant is, let's say, a cousin, if you will, of that one. So many of the antigens and byproducts of this are going to be covered in the vaccine, which should help cover you. Mm -hmm. Remember, you need to protect yourselves. I think masks probably need to go back on. There's plenty of Paxlovid to go around, which works in cases of COVID. Like I said, we might be done with COVID, but COVID is not done with us. So stay tuned. We'll have to see how, you know, as this as the, um, when the weather gets colder and people start going back inside and so forth, we'll have to see the trajectory of how this virus travels. So there you have it, something coming to get us.
0: Something coming to get us, but yes, okay. Well, thank you, D. Because I don't you know with so our welcome. with our putting masks. I don't know. You think people. People, since they've been out of the mask, they're going to have a hard
1: time trying to get back yeah, in the and mask. Yeah, people are going to have a hard time doing it. And here's another thing that's going to be problematic. Mm-hmm. when they In May, when they ended that emergency preparedness COVID thing, um, President Biden ended it. No longer are states required to say how many cases per day of COVID there are. Mm. So what we've talked about on a national level, even this summer when I've been involved with committees. hmm Nobody really knows the number of cases in a community Mm. because it's not getting reported and people have now developed a complacency. And so they're thinking, well, it's all done. We don't hear about it. But unfortunately, you know, the states aren't required to. So we don't know in your community how things are. So all they're measuring now is hospitalizations and you really can't measure that in a state. And then another thing, lastly, mm-hmm. people are taking home covid tests. So they're testing positive and not not calling anybody and saying, "Oh, by the way, I've got covid." So you don't know.
0: Well, that's just not great, is it?
1: No. No. So
0: no, so we yeah, just got to
1: you just don't you're not going to know where we stand because a lot of these things have been taken out of being mandatory. Okay. Well, yeah.
0: we have to abide by what we used to do and buy some
1: more Lysol. And
0: by, oh, I got hey <laughs> I've been spraying today when I I looked on there and I said, oh, we got a variant coming down to get us. Let me go on and get my little Lysol and get back to my spraying skills. (laughs)
1: <laughs> i
0: knew you would let me get I back to my would. spraying skills Hannah. i knew you would it's time it's that time it's and we time about to, to come back we about to start coming inside too
1: that's it That's it. Got to start oh yes you can, your car I, and am, everything.
0: I am ready for them i'm ready
1: yes all yes. right
0: yes. well thank you d you're welcome hi everyone this is dr vicki haywood doe i just wanted to break in for a quick second and introduce to you the sponsor and creator of this show. It's the company I own, Haywood Doe Consulting Co., doing business as Vicky Doe Fitness. We are a health and wellness consulting company that specializes in designing and implementing medically integrated applied exercise physiology-based fitness wellness programs, initiatives, events, health promotion, and health education for special populations such as older folks, children, adolescents, overweight and obese individuals, cardiac rehab, women's health, and those who have chronic diseases. We have a team and network of healthcare professionals based out of Northeast Ohio, and we've worked with many companies, schools, churches, and organizations. If your goal is to transform your life by taking a holistic approach to living a life of health and total well-being, get in touch with us at info at vickidofitness.com. To find out more about our own site and online programs and services, go to vickidofitness.com. And now back to the show. Well, today we discuss research articles and hot topics. And our topic today is what's new? Hot topics number 94. And so we're going to start out. You can start out with that if you want to. Okay. Okay.
1: Okay, Go ahead. So this is an article that I thought was kind of interesting because, you know, we're all under stress. And this inflammatory reaction thing, as we're learning more about inflammation now, is affecting all areas of the body. It's all about inflammation now. It's, you know, whatever heart disease Mm -hmm. may be caused by some inflammatory reaction, Mm -hmm. lung situation. So I thought this was interesting. Here's how stress and inflammation are linked. Mm-hmm. So research shows that stress can cause inflammation in the body, leading to a number of chronic health conditions. And so this article is by Denise Schipani and it was reviewed by Dr. Russell Greenfield. So chronic inflammation can lead to serious medical conditions, including heart and diabetes. Research shows that the body's response to feeling challenged or threatened shows that stress, the body's response to feeling challenged or threatened, induces or worsens medical conditions, including depression, like I said, cardiovascular diseases for sure, neurodegenerative diseases, multiple myeloma, for example, and Mm -hmm. cancer. Mm -hmm. But the exact mechanism by which stress induces disease has remained a mystery. In an article from the NIH, it concluded that inflammation is a common pathway of stress-related diseases. Mm -hmm. Chronic inflammation is an essential component of chronic diseases in this article from the NIH. Mm -hmm. Still, the pathway from stress to inflammation to disease isn't clear. Mm -hmm. There's no one simple answer, says Gupta. Gupta co-director of integrative health at the Brain and Spine Institute at Weill Cornell Medicine in New York. We do know though that when we teach people how to reduce stress Mm -hmm. in whatever form, stress management tips, classes, individual advice, yoga, deep breathing, we see decreases in some of these inflammatory side effects. If we can understand the ways in which chronic stress leads to low-level inflammation, we may be able to avoid at least some of that inflammation before it leads to worsen disease what happens in the body when you're stressed Well, when you're stressed emotionally psychologically or physically your body goes into what's colloquially called fight or flight response and this is what happens when Mm -hmm. let's say a good example of this is when you're in an automobile accident the car's on fire somebody's in the car Flight or fight reaches in, and that's when you uh, your adrenaline, cortisol, all that stuff gives mm-hmm. you the energy you're able to yank somebody out the car who's maybe over over your weight. Mm-hmm. You can carry that person. You know, you've heard about that. Yes, that's yes. The fight or flight mechanism. Mm-hmm. And as it readies for fighting or fleeing, one effect is the release of stress hormone cortisol. The stress hormone cortisol says, Doctor Gupta, cortisol works to suppress non-essential in an emergency in an emergency functions like your immune system mm-hmm. response and digestion mm-hmm. together with the release of other chemical messengers the hormone fuels the production of glucose or blood sugar boosting energy to the large muscles while inhibiting insulin production and narrowing arteries, which forces the blood to pump harder to aid our stressor response. So you're able to lift somebody out of the car in an emergency situation or any of those kinds of things. Another hormone, adrenaline, is also released, which tells the body to increase heart and respiratory rate and to expand airways to push more oxygen into muscles. Your body also makes glycogen or storage glucose sugar Available to power muscles. In addition, stress decreases lymphocytes, white blood cells that are part of the immune system, putting you at risk for viral infections. Mm-hmm. like the common colds so when we say you're stressed mm-hmm. you no know, your immune system goes down mm-hmm. when the fight or flight response is invoked your body directs resources away from functions that aren't crucial in life-threatening situations said dr Gupta the fight or flight response itself is meant to be short-term and adaptive mm-hmm. which makes sense when your body goes into that mode your normal immune function is shut down temporarily you think of fight or flight as triggered by something like a Tiger chasing you. Your body (laughs) devotes energy and resources to running away, not to digesting the last thing you ate or to sending immune fighting cells to kill a cold virus. It's when you're in that state chronically mm-hmm. that the cascading inflammatory response is set up, not that quick, do it and mm-hmm. then move on. Mm-hmm. It's this maladaptive response to stress, said Dr. Gupta, that over time perpetuates itself and becomes implicated in chronic health problems. So what is inflammation? Inflammation is the body's response to a threat, whether it's a foreign invader, like a bacteria, virus, cancer, or transplanted organ, which which the body sees as foreign, or even a psychological or emotional stressor. In response, the immune system sends out an army chemicals called pro-inflammatory cytokines to attack invaders. Think of inflammation as sickness behavior, says Dr. Madhukar Trivedi who's from the Center for Depression Research and Clinical Care at uh, University of Texas Southwestern Medical Center in Dallas. Inflammation, he says, causes your body to act fluish, even in the absence of the flu, virus. Pro-inflammatory cytokines usually do their job. You know, we didn't learn about any of this stuff in medical school. This is all more recent things over the years. Mm -hmm. Pro-inflammatory cytokines usually do their job and then disappear. But when stress is chronic, they are upregulated in your system, meaning the cycle of stress and inflammatory response gets habituated in the body, explains Dr. Gupta. Over time, these cytokines may perpetuate themselves. That's when inflammation starts to cause deleterious effects on the body. And while no one is completely sure why, there are many mechanisms responsible for diseases. What many conditions have in common is chronic low-level inflammation. And Vicky, during the COVID pandemic, mm-hmm. there were tests and so forth that we could order for these cytokine things to see if the inflammatory response was going up, which allowed us earlier in the game to get Mm -hmm. on top of taking care of somebody who was really sick with COVID-19. So what are chronic conditions linked to stress? Rheumatoid arthritis. That's one of the more notorious ones. Mm -hmm. It's understood that inflammation is behind rheumatoid arthritis, a disease in which the body's immune system attacks joints and tissues, causing stiffness and Mm. pain. Over time, inflammation can cause damage joints and bones, causing abnormalities. Inflammation in RA is partly caused by cytokines, chemicals that are released by stress. So if you're stressed, you'll release more of these chemicals, increasing the amount of inflammation in your body. It may also be the case that the inflammation associated with RA can lead to other medical conditions, such as a heart attack, Mm. a stroke, or even cancer, according to research. Researchers concluded that inflammation that causes rheumatoid arthritis plus further inflammation caused by the RA may be the culprit. What about cardiovascular disease? Mm -hmm. An amped up sympathetic nervous system, the response that primes your body to fight or flee, also works to constrict blood vessels, which forces your heart to work harder and raises blood pressure. Inflammation is at the core of the development of atherosclerosis, a precursor to heart disease, says Dr. Gupta. In addition, those who are chronically stressed tend to make unhealthy choices, such Mm -hmm. as eating unhealthy foods and not exercising that contribute to or worsen cardiovascular disease. Inflammatory bowel disease, I went to several seminars at the National Medical Association on inflammatory bowel disease just to hear they had some Mm -hmm. commentary from individuals who actually had it. Mm. And it's an umbrella term for inflammation linked conditions that affect the GI tract, including Mm. Crohn's disease and ulcerative colitis. Both are exacerbated by stress, which affects the body's normal secretion of digestive enzymes and can interfere with how you digest food absorb nutrients, and rid the body of waste. In recent years, researchers have linked a peptide in the brain and gut called corticotropin releasing factor, CRF, which is activated when you're stressed to proper colonic function. In addition, there's another study from the NIH which stated that chronic releasing factor plays a major role in bowel function and may help trigger the link between stress and irritable bowel syndrome, Mm. even though irritable bowel syndrome is not a form of inflammatory bowel disease like ulcerative colitis or Crohn's disease. Mm -hmm. What about depression? Mm -hmm. Pro-inflammatory cytokines, pro-inflammatory cytokines, those chemical messengers released in response to physical or psychological stress can trigger depressive symptoms in some people, leading to lowered mood, fatigue, and lack of normal enjoyment of life. Inflammation can lead to symptoms that look like depression. And in people who already have depression, inflammation can worsen the symptoms, says Dr. Trivedi. In one study, researchers subjected mice to stressful conditions while monitoring signs of brain immune cell activation. In this study, anxiety and depression-like activity were associated with activation of the immune cells within the brain. This suggests that exposure to stress leads to the rewiring of neural circuits in the brain setting off mood symptoms so what are some of the strategies to reduce stress and decrease inflammation Mm -hmm. there are many research backed ways to reduce stress chief among them aerobic exercise yoga meditation journaling Mm -hmm. talking to a friend One study found that subjects who meditated regularly had lower levels of cortisol Mm -hmm. as measured after social stress tests. Mediators also had a less pronounced inflammatory response in their bodies. Similar results have been linked to regular practice of yoga, Mm -hmm. which another study from the NIH found lower levels of cortisol and decreased inflammation. Mm -hmm. Although the same stress reduction method might not work for everyone, Dr. Gupta says that every form of stress reduction does require patients. We essentially have to learn how to change our response to situations in our environment and responses that may have evolved over decades of our lives. So that was really interesting, very scientific way of looking at stress and inflammation, not just, you know, some of this is research-based, evidence-based medicine. Yeah, Talk about how stress affects a lot of organ systems, a lot
0: of diseases. I know. So, yeah. And it's and it it's it continue on. I don't know if you saw that, but it talks about journaling like you said, talking to your friend, walking in yep. the park, even breathing in lavender. You like lavender, don't oh, yeah. you? Those scented I like candles. I
1: lavender.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and then of course counseling and therapy, but yeah, sometimes we have to take the time to be outdoors, be out in nature meditate because we got to lower our stress level and i'm gonna tell you something i'm gonna tell you something looking at tv sometime because i was always into politics i had to
1: kind of chill back oh yeah me too i'll turn it off in a minute and turn something on it's just crazy just something funny i want to laugh something funny i want to see something light you know yeah
0: something light i I love you know the the hallmark channels with some
1: yeah nate goes chick
0: flicks yeah nate goes to me uh, on Sundays I like to watch them on Sundays he goes oh, oh okay is it touchy-feely time touchy-feely <laughs> <laughs> I say yeah I'm doing some touchy-feely I
1: love it. I yeah love that's it. me watching my little my little love Hallmark
0: it. stuff my little touchy-feely <laughs> I love it yeah but you have to do that sometimes because like yeah. stress does lead to heart attacks it leads to Cancer and chronic diseases, and we have to understand. You know, we we always talked about that. You know, stress can literally kill you. So we got to learn yeah. how to deal with stress, how to reduce our stress, and then this will decrease inflammation, chronic inflammation in our bodies. Isn't that something?
1: Yeah, you know, I've got a thing on my Fitbit watch that I wear uh-huh. that. Periodically during the day, it's a relaxation thing. It'll take you through a two-minute breathing session, yes. which I just find if I go someplace and just sit down in a room, you know not nobody's in there, and just do this relaxation thing, it really helps. And you think, well, you're not going to do anything in two two minutes. Yeah, you do. You do.
0: Yeah, it increases um, that breathing. Increases that oxygen and it just slows yeah. you down it, it just yeah it's wonders yeah yeah it
1: is it yeah is.
0: so okay well that was the name of that article was the link between stress and inflammation and it was found in everyday health and so our next article um, is how and this is our last article how what you eat affects how you sleep and and D, yeah, this was a good one because, like we said, yeah. maybe you shouldn't be eating that uh pizza and all pizza. that kind of stuff
1: before you go to sleep. <laughs> maybe slugging down that French onion soup is probably not a good idea at a late dinner. <laughs> probably yeah. not. Probably not. Probably not.
0: And so, yeah, this article is um is how what you eat affects how you sleep. Does your overall diet and the specific foods you eat affect how you sleep. There's some evidence that eating a balanced diet promotes good shut-eye, but experts say a lot of details are still unknown. And the article goes on to say, if you're ever tossed and turned in bed after a spicy meal gave you reflux or some deep fried food gave you gas, you know that your food choices can mess with your sleep In some very direct ways. But is there enough scientific evidence for doctors to make recommendations about what to eat to promote good sleep? There's some credible research out there that has looked at various foods in relation to sleep, says Marie Pierre Saint Ong, who has a PhD and associate professor of nutritional medicine at the Columbia University Irvine Medicine. Medical Center in New York City, whose research focuses on the relationship between sleep, diet, and cardiometabolic disease. Along with some specific foods, there's also evidence that certain diets or eating patterns may also help promote better sleep. Are certain foods good for sleep? The questions asked. For example, there's data showing that both kiwi and tart cherries are linked to sleep improvements. And when I saw this, I said, oh my God, that's so great because I love tart cherries. Oh, wow. I love them. You can get whole big bunches of them. Yes, Mm -hmm. I love them. Okay, And I love kiwi. uh I love these Yeah, Mm -hmm. so kiwi and tart cherries are linked to sleep improvements. People who, for four weeks, ate two kiwis approximately one hour before bed, fell asleep 14 minutes faster and slept 40 Hmm. minutes longer than people who did not eat any kiwi. Hmm. And that's something according to a study from Taiwan. Another study, this one from the United uh, Kingdom found people who drank eight ounces of tart cherry juice twice a day, 30 minutes after waking up and also 30 minutes before dinner slept longer and more efficiently than people who drank a placebo cherry drink. What could explain the sleep benefits of these foods? Dr. Sang Ong says both kiwi and tart cherries contain melatonin. Melatonin. Who knew? I know who knew, right? <laughs> who knew? Who knew? Melatonin is a hormone naturally produced by the body that helps regulate the sleep-wake cycles. It's also found in some foods and in supplements. Increasing melatonin levels at certain times of the day by way of eating melatonin-rich foods could have a beneficial effect on sleep, Saint-Ong says. Though she's quick to add that more research is needed, neither of the studies assess whether people's melatonin levels actually changed after eating the kiwis or drinking the tart cherry juice. So should you stock up on kiwi and tart cherry juice? If you're having trouble sleeping, there's probably no harm in trying these out. But at this point, sleep experts aren't recommending them to patients. Still, the research is valuable because it leads support to the idea that melatonin-rich foods might increase melatonin in the body and improve sleep as a result. Some of St. On's own research has found evidence that other melatonin-containing foods may also promote sleep. These include various types of dairy foods, including milk from cows who were milked at nighttime when the melatonin content of their milk might be evaluated. So I, I, How many times did we hear about drinking hot milk before you go to bed? There you go. Okay. But again, she says more research is needed to iron out with certainty how eating melatonin-rich foods can affect sleep, she says. That said, there are other clear associations between diet and sleep. Are certain diets better for sleep? Research has found that links between a Mediterranean-style diet and improved sleep. In one study, the higher a person scored on a test designed to measure their adherence to the Mediterranean diet, the greater their overall sleep quality was. As you probably know by now, a Mediterranean diet is loosely defined as one high in plant foods. We are just talking about plant-based eating. But high in plant foods like vegetables, fruits, legumes, and seeds, as well as fish, whole grains, olive oil, and dairy, and low intakes of alcohol. It also tends to eschew red meat. In other words, don't be eating a bunch of red meat and refined carbohydrates. Sang right. Ong, yes, Sang Ong has also conducted research on the Mediterranean diet and sleep. In one study, she and her Fellow research, researchers analyzed diet and sleep data collected from more than 2,000 individuals. We found greater adherence to Mediterranean diet was associated with reduced risk of short sleep and insomnia symptoms, she says. The study was observational, meaning it simply looked for associations between diet and sleep. It cannot say whether switching to a Mediterranean diet could lead to sleep improvements. But Saint-Ong said, uh, says some elements of the Mediterranean diet may account for its links to improved sleep. She says this diet tends to pack lots of fiber and low amounts of sugar. According to her, the data showed that higher fiber consumption is associated with more deep sleep and less light sleep and consuming less sugar is associated with fewer arousals at night. Again, she says, more research is needed to tease out just how these diet elements may work to bolster sleep quality. But of all the diets out there, the Mediterranean diet is arguably the, the one most consistently linked with positive health outcomes and low rates of disease. And because we know a poor diet can dysregulate the human body in ways that lead to obesity, diabetes, and other health issues, all of which have also been linked in various ways to poor sleep, it makes sense that a healthy diet may help promote good sleep. So how poor sleep can change your eating habits? Well, a number of studies have linked poor sleep with increased cravings for junk foods. For example, one study found that cutting women's sleep time by 33% increased their hunger, their food cravings, and portion sizes while eating the next day. Another study using brain scans found that people derived of sleep for one full day showed reduced activity in the parts of the brain that regulate appetite and self-control. At the same time, other parts of the brain were more active, and it seemed to lead to greater food desirability, the authors of that study wrote. We know very well that poor sleep affects food preferences, Saint-Ong says, from research demonstrating that this happens when we observe people's behavior. Under Restricted Sleep Situations to Research Looking at the Brain Activity of Sleep Deprived People. saint one has also conducted work in this area. In one of her studies, she and her fellow researchers uh, explained how the parts of the brain that help control hunger and willpower were more active after a good night of good sleep while the reward centers of the brain that respond to food we found pleasurable were more active after a poor night of sleep and food choices were affected by sleep too. When people were uh, deprived of sleep, she says, they ate more fat and saturated fat and they found these foods more pleasurable. In other words, the brain seems to be more susceptible to food-based temptations when fatigued. She points out that other research has linked a lack of sleep to higher intakes of fat, according to a study from the European Journal of Clinical Nutrition, and carbohydrates, according to a study from the journal Sleep, and that it's possible some hunger-related hormones rise or fall as a result of poor sleep Which could help explain these effects so what can we make of all of this well clearly there are ties between what a person eats and how they sleep saint ong says this relationship likely works in both directions meaning sleep affects a person's food choices and a person's food choices affect sleep but as of today it's difficult to say just what or how A person should eat to improve their sleep. I think this field is in its infancy at this point, St. Ong says. Adhering to a healthy, plant-rich diet seems like a good way to bolster your sleep quality, but there are still a lot of unknowns when it comes to the specifics. But what we've read so far, D., the Mediterranean diet, I mean, that's a good choice diet. Yeah, it still comes out on top and everything, really. It comes on top uh, for your good health, good sleep. And then if you get good sleep, you're going to make good food choices, right? right. Exactly. If you are sleep deprived, we all know that. That adds to the article what we're talking about with stress. Lack of yeah. sleep causes stress, okay, which causes you to grab for the... Uh, refined carbohydrates and the the um loaded fat start grazing that's it you're eating for pleasure and satisfaction yeah. <laughs> which is not the best food <laughs> no, for when exactly. you're getting ready to go to sleep mm-hmm. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. but yeah so that's pretty good d so what do you that what do you really say to that article.
1: Well, that was excellent. Like I said, this kiwi thing for me is interesting because right in my refrigerator right now, I usually go and get, I've been doing more fruit water, you know, putting some fruit in water. Yes. And I've been using more kiwis. It's just part of because they just they, as you read more about them they're just you know, great they just have so many nutrients in them yes. so I'm going to try that but you know as the article said just to kind of recap uh, tart cherries and kiwis to improve your stress levels and again the Mediterranean diet comes out on top comes out on top and and then with stress and inflammation mm-hmm. you know uh, of course all of this is tied in when you don't get sleep a lot of times it's because of your stress and then you get up and then the inflammatory Response happens, and then you don't pick healthy choices, you feel like you have to eat. So, it, I thought for those articles were kind of like a Venn diagram, yes, they, where they were all kind of interlapped, they interlap, yeah. and so, yeah, that is
0: great. And so, yeah, this ends our show. Do you have specific tips? that you want us to think about, you know?
1: Well, you know, some of the things like with um, minimizing stress, the journaling, the counseling, Mm -hmm. um, yoga, you know, just meditation, even for short periods of time uh, during the day, the articles showed that even just doing some of those kinds of things minimized your stress. And really, you have to make a conscious decision to do that. I find that with this relaxation thing that I was telling you about on my Fitbit, uh-huh. it's a conscious effort that I have to do. Yes. To, to do that and sometimes you know it's kind of like mm-hmm. you may need to do make a conscious effort to do some of those things to relieve. Really, you can't just say oh well I'm stressed out well then find a yoga class in your neighborhood yes find something to you do know, find go out and find something rather than as we say in medicine wanting to be spoon-fed wanting to be this. spoon-fed and of course, I'm yeah. going to give a plug in
0: to Vicky Doe Fitness. If you go to our resources page, I've joined this. It's called Yoga Download, and they have some beautiful classes that you can join. It's, it's not expensive. You're doing um, like a membership subscription, and they have wonderful classes that you can join. You can just have your phone hooked up, or you can you can connect it where you're getting it mm-hmm. on your, your screen, your smart screen and stuff.
1: And iPad or whatever yeah. yes
0: and you could follow that mm-hmm. you know so mm-hmm. yeah go check that out it's on our resources page com forward slash resources and look up the yoga download press that and it'll, it'll take you in to see all about how to sign up and for that as well. But yeah, yoga is also great. Mm-hmm. And then just like you said, just like that the breathing. I think they have something I was looking on my my phone. It's called Headspace. It's mm-hmm. an app. It's called Headspace and it has different breathing and meditation that you can do and that's mm-hmm. pretty popular as well. So all that to say, we we don't have any excuse now.
1: We can we can No, we don't. We can get There's on no something. Right, there's no excuse to just sit there and feel sorry for yourself. And we've talked about the science behind what happens when you have stress. Mm -hmm. And then, lastly, the article on sleep Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, you're stressed during the day and so forth. A lot of us don't get the kind of sleep that we need. And certainly, as studies have shown, as you get older, you don't sleep as well and maybe doing some of the things that they talked about kiwis before your meal two kiwis before mm-hmm. you go to maybe a couple of hours before you go to bed or tart cherry ju- juice now we say that but i also want to interject mm-hmm. make sure you get the tart cherry juice that's not full of sugar that's it Cherries do tend to have a sugar load. So mm-hmm. you need to make sure that you're not ingesting more juice. But, and then also, as we said, mm-hmm. the Mediterranean diet is mm-hmm. probably the best. Yes. your best. And if you're thinking about snacking on something better, a, a celery, piece of celery and a little bit of hummus than that piece of pizza. That piece of pizza. That's right. Uh, uh, nope. Yeah.
0: No reflux. Yeah. No, nothing. You don't want none that's of that right. trying to go Mm-mm. to sleep. No, you don't. Right. Yes, Mm-mm. indeed. Well, yeah, this was a good show, D. I I thoroughly yeah. enjoyed it. Yes.
1: Yeah, yeah, me too.
0: All right. And as always, for more information, go to our website, vickidoughfitness.com. And remember, if you have any questions, comments, or just something to say, tweet us, email us, go on Facebook, and share with us your thoughts. You've been listening to It's All About Health and Fitness with Dr. Vicki hayward Doe and Dr. Virginia Banks-Bright. Vicky Doe is owner of Vicky Doe Fitness, a multimedia health and wellness forum, a place to discuss, learn, and participate in healthy living. You can get in touch with Vicki by email at info at vickidofitness.com.